beloved, you are now tuned in to Three Black Men, a podcast by three black men where we talk about theology, culture, and the world around us. The following content may not be suitable if you ain't real enough. Listener discretion is advised because real recognize real. Here's the hope when we look familiar. Welcome everybody back to the pod. My name is Robert. I'm Sam. And I'm Trey. And this is the three black men. Welcome, brothers. Hey, what's going on? Except today is not three black men. (laughs) Right. It is four black men. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Trey, go ahead and introduce. We got a special guest on the pod. What's today? Today we have a special guest, Dr. Ola Gide Bamashigbin, aka Dr. Gide, aka Dr. Bam, aka uh, Big G, aka Dr. Big G, aka I'm sorry. Oh, no, nah, you got more aliases than Method Man. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, man. Um, but this this is this is uh, a dear friend of mine. We met back in college at the University of Miami. Uh, went there at the same time g-day's from miami originally i am not um so he, he was one of the people who kind of held it down for all those people who didn't know what the game was down there um and g-day graduated way back in the day 2012 with a degree uh bachelor's in psychology before going on um out to california where he got a phd in health psychology um was a professor out there for a few years and is now doing his own thing uh not only consulting but also in uh, the big world of corporate America, lending knowledge to the people. And um, I'm excited for this conversation because uh, we brought Dr. G-Day on here to have a conversation about mental health, um, particularly as it pertains to Black men, and not only as a subject matter expert, but as somebody who is trying to navigate what it means to be a Black man and dealing with uh taking care of his own mental health right there um so i'm, I'm excited about this because I, I don't imagine this being too too clinical all the way out but um i want y'all to rest assured and knowing that the, the brother know what he's talking about you know thank yes. you so much for that introduction you know, that's like the kindest thing anybody said about me thank you <laughs> hey so, I, I had to cut it short too because i didn't even tell him like you g they got me on essence fest bro like I that's know, we yes. did do essence fest yeah. together yeah. I, <laughs> I, I say that to myself at least once a week. Like, man, you know, I, I did Essence Fest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like don't, <laughs> talk, don't talk to us like we regular. Yeah, right. right. Do not do that. Yesterday's not, price is not, it's not, not today's, today's price. price. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. So welcome, Dr. Gide. Welcome to the pod. We appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, I will start out. I have a question uh, just to set the table for, for us talking about black mental health. Uh, I first interacted with you through funny comments you would make, funny jokes that you would make online. And I've always enjoyed your presence, the the glimpses I've gotten to know you. Um, But I guess we can start here with um, sometime over the past two years, you were pretty open about your own mental health struggles and that made me respect you more because you were super transparent with things that were going on with you and so as much as you're willing to share I would just like to start it there um, with your own mental health 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And, you know, I obviously enjoy interacting with y'all online, you know, all the time, just arguing about stuff, you know, it's, it's always fun that way. Yeah. Uh, you you do have trash food takes, I would say. You got to do worse. You know, we'll, we'll agree and disagree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want you to know, like, and, and, and Sam may say nothing yet, but at the very least, Rob and I very much agree on 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 this disagreement. Like, we we uh, Avengers assemble on this one. Like, there's there are before we get into it, there are things that you agree with me on, though. You know what I'm saying? It's not universally like two of them. bad. That like is true. I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. That's two areas uh, to bridge, bridge the gaps, you know? There we go. Um, no, but, you know, I really appreciate being on. Thank you all so much. You know, I'm really excited to talk about this topic. It's, it's near and dear to me. Like, um, as a professor, this is an area that I studied. Um, I studied depression, particularly in Black fathers, right, and how, how it affects them, how it affects their family, um, what are factors that make them feel depressed, right? Um, and then also, you know, I'm just a person who's living in this world, a Black man living in this world, trying to navigate, struggling with, you know, whatever types of different issues that I may have. So, you know, I, I have been diagnosed with major depression. So I have major depression. Um, it's, it's chronic. You know, the way I describe it is um, an episode is like my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's, I know it's coming. Like at some point I'm going to just have it and it's coming. I'm just going to feel down. I'm just going to feel sad. But what's most important is prepping for it. You know, like seeing it early, early, um, identifying it early, right? No. Okay. Uh, my sleep is, my sleep is messed up, right? I'm not eating right. You know, I'm, I'm feeling down my moods. I'm super irritable. Okay. That might mean something, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's always where I start. Yeah, man. I think that's like critical in in acknowledging that, and um, even like the the, the tone which you just said it, like, no, nah, this, this is what it is, and and this is my reality. It's it's coming back around. It is what it is, and I think that's one of those things that when we accept that, whether or not you yourself deal with it, every single person knows somebody who deals mm -hmm. with depression. Yep. Every single person, um, and and for me, it's literally all around my family like extended family, nuclear family, all of that stuff. Um, but even just hearing that and everything, taking that with you helps you to start processing how you can better serve and care for the people around you mm -hmm. um, that that deal with depression and, and are living with depression, you know? Absolutely. You know, you can't, you can't fix a problem without identifying it first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, that's, yeah. it, it is impossible to try yeah. to say, all right, I'm going to fix it because you, you don't even know what the problem is. Yeah. yeah. I, go ahead, Sam. Oh, no. Um, so and I think um, I mean, it, it there's no secret, like uh, especially amongst black people. Um, this generally isn't an area uh, that we typically acknowledge. And then you throw in the patriarchal factor on top of that of, you know, men don't talk about feelings, um, just acknowledging uh, the mood swings uh, for me. I had the signs all my life, but, but it was, I was, it was always taught to, told to me as like, you have an anger problem or, you know, you just lash out at people, you hold stuff in and you lash out at people. And then the depression would come, but there was just that refusal. So in your studies, like, I know you said you, you, you titty, your black father yourself. Right. So when you, when you 
how how do you how are you helping or like is, is there something that you have seen or that you can recommend or um to to for fathers to even recognize those signs early in their children like because you said you you study like how that would impact their families as well so is that something that you've seen or that you could probably speak to uh, um you know absolutely i've i've studied it mostly in younger younger kids so not really like older kids where you would actually formalize it as okay this is depression what we call depression um but in kids you know there's certain behaviors that you can be aware of right how are they doing in school you know um and i, I do want to point out I, i'm not a clinician by the way like i'm just a researcher who studies this I don't, I don't provide therapy right um you know it's look how are they doing in school have they had just like a rapid change in their personality right out of nowhere right maybe something's happened right you know um, do you have a family history of it, right? Like, do you see it around you, right? Because like, like the way you described it, it's I've, 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 I've felt it all this time, right? But until you had the word and the definition, it was just all these other things, right? It's just a million, yeah. a million clouds, right? But you have the word, ah, now you can see the full picture. Gotcha. Yeah, you know? I love that. And, you know, I, I enjoy how you're entering this conversation, you said, as a researcher, and then as someone who's had, you know, your own mental health struggles. And I want to take a second to like back up uh, and think about all of the ways that people intersect with the term mental health, uh, especially Black mental health, because I think the thing that I encounter all the time is people think of mental health in extremes, right? And so, some people might say, I don't deal with depression and it doesn't look like that dark, dark, dark place, or I don't deal with anxiety in its most acute forms. Uh, and something that I like to think about are, are, is the full range of mental health and what that looks like. What are we aiming for? Those things that are not normal, right? And so I think sometimes people struggle because they're not suicidal or they're they're not uh uh, debilitated, but they suffer from other things. So, like, what are what are thoughts about that, especially among black men? I, I, the point you're making is is so valid. I think when most people think of mental health issues, they think of an unhoused person ac- around the street yelling obscenities. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, like yes, that's yes. the the um, the archetype of quote unquote crazy. You know, like, yeah. and that's what people think of. And everybody's like, hey, listen, I'm not that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm definitely right. not that. Like, don't, don't <laughs> let me in with those people, right? Or um, a dude or a drink champs. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> or, or exactly like, you know, Mr. West on drink champs, right? Um, also, we, we, let's, we, we need to hold five minutes at the end to talk about him related specifically to this also. Yeah, we, it, it, we it will. And we will. We have to. We absolutely. Have to. We absolutely will. <laughs> um, um, you know, but people have this idea of what it means right? Like it's this, the, the worst possible image you can think of in your head of what it is. So they go, well, I'm not that. So it's not bad. Right. But the reality is your life may still be being affected with, with, with the diagnosis, right? Even if you don't meet the necessary definitions for a diagnosis, right? Cause you have to have experienced it for a certain length of time, a certain number of symptoms, it can still be impacting your life. Right. It's still yeah. making you sad, still not eating right, not sleeping right, not living right. Um, and you got to do what you got to do to take care of yourself, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I think we've talked on this podcast about the different ways that 
our our mental health has struggled or goals that we have to uh be a more thriving mm-hmm. uh uh person uh in our families and in society and like we're all completely different mm-hmm. sam and i have roughly we are twins and in the in way that we stru- in the ways that we struggle are like the exact same yeah. we are on the extreme end and trey is mostly like hey i'm cool i'm chill <laughs> like i'm not struggling like y'all and i think it's important to not say that <laughs> no no <laughs> no but it's important to say like the ways that our mental health can be impacted or strengthened look completely different. You know, all four of us on this call have different thoughts, feelings, triggers, right? And so I just want to lift that up too, right? Yeah, Yeah. and I think too, like there's something to be said about the way we tend to default to the worst case scenario or, or typically what we think might be the worst and pin that as the definition. I think that's horrible. Um, and I think a lot of that, and, and Dr. G, that you could probably, I mean, is that I, I feel like that's just a, a lot of uneducation, like our miseducation about mm-hmm. things. Uh, so I'm glad like we have you on and, and we, we're talking about these things because especially in our community, man, there's a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, you know, that we have to acknowledge because we need to stop making certain podcasts, you know, um, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. We, there's certain podcasts that need to be ended yesterday. Um, really? Yeah. 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 Go oh, ahead, thanks. Trey. You were about to say something. Yeah. You know what? I don't know what I was about to say, but I did. I did have a question, and I'm sorry. It's going to seem like an abrupt pivot or whatever because, like, you're you, right now you're speaking out of um, expertise and everything. But just with regards to your own journey, like certain things that I noticed, like two things at the forefront of my mind right now is at one point particularly during the beginning of the pandemic when we didn't know what was going on. Well, we still don't know what's going on, but we definitely didn't back then. Um, You had started sharing first, there were sketches that you were working on. um, And then um, eventually you upgraded to an iPad and there were digital images. Um, And I'm curious first and foremost to know if that was completely unrelated or if that was something that you were doing as like just recreation for for the, 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 the sake of like your mental health. That that's exactly what that was. I I picked up, you know, I like I think like probably when we was all kids, we used to draw a little Dragon Ball Z, you know, type stuff a little bit, but kind of kind of fell out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But during the pandemic, April twenty twenty, I brought a book that said How to Draw in Thirty Days, and just said, All right, I'm gonna do it, you know. Um, and surprisingly, and I won't say surprisingly, but I actually had time, like for the first time in my life, like in my adult life, I just had time because I was at home all day with my kids and my wife and my sister and just. We're just chilling. So I had the ability to do stuff. So I just drew, drew, drew. Uh, and it really helped my mental health. It, it really helped my mental health. You know, having an outlet to express yourself creatively is always good. Um, and just being busy doing something with your hands, you know, it's really important. Hey, man, I ain't going to hold you. Like, that helped my mental health, too. Like, I would right. just watch you post and stuff. And I'm like, yo, because and, and you 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 can even bat me up on this. I'd attach you a couple of times, like, yo, what are you using? Because, like, <laughs> when you switched to the iPad, I was like, yo, this dude is in his bag. Like, <laughs> you left the university. I thought you was about to start a gallery or something. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I definitely got better. I got better, you know, yeah, and yeah. that's that's a good thing. You know, when yeah. you see yourself like, ah, like, I still remember the first day I drew myself. 
right? Like the very first image that I drew of myself that was recognizable as myself. You know, you tried before, but it didn't look like me. I still remember it, you know, like it was yesterday and that was two years ago, but it's special, very special. Yeah, yeah what other, you know, you're, we're listing drawing as something that was helping to get you through. What other activities, rituals, uh, people were helping you and are helping you now? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, gym, I try to go to the gym, you know, yeah. as much as possible. That, that's something that, you know, and it's, it's really hard to go to the gym when you're depressed, but it's really important yes. for you to go to the gym when you're depressed, right? Like that yeah. is one of the, if there's eight rules of happiness, eat right, talk to your friends, go to the gym is number three, like right there, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's something else I do. You know, I spend a lot of time on Twitter meeting y'all and talking to y'all. Like that yeah. really just having social support and social ties, communicating with people about stuff in positive ways, you know, like joking around, like all of that really, really, has supported me and kept me afloat during this time. Mm. I want you to share about swimming too, uh, because that was a good story. <laughs> I, I, I learned how to swim also, you know? So I am one of the, what, it's like 60, 70% of Black people who did not know how to swim, you know? Because... Of which I am one. <laughs> <laughs> also because of racism, you know, yeah. and, and, and all that stuff, reasons why we don't know. It's not inherently because we don't want to swim yeah let um, the people know there, there's right. there's a history back there like that that exists um, us being excluded from pools of them shutting down pools when they were supposed to get integrated it's a whole long you know the history of them of draining pools if we got into them yeah uh -huh. yeah mm -hmm. even now where are the pools they're not in just the neighborhoods most of us grew up in right better um, say that <laughs> you know active life it's, it's true yeah. Um, but I, but you know, I'm, I'm a grown up now with real job, you know, with my wife and kids and I, I have, I have a local YMCA that I, that I go to and, you know, my kids are, my kids are swimming, you know, my kids are seven and four and they've been in swimming since they were two, three, just, just getting in the water, making them comfortable. Um, and last year I said, I'm gonna get to it. And I went twice a week and I still remember it was lesson six. It was the sixth lesson that I was like, I could do this. <laughs> you know, like for the first 30, 30 years of my life, it's been, I get in the water, I just sink. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. But I finally was like, oh, okay. You know, and it's really hard. Like it's a, it's a, like, if you know how to swim, like it's, it's probably second nature to you, but it's a lot of different things to coordinate at one time. Yeah. When, <laughs> when you, when you have that moment, like that, like I got it. Um, is there like a, a a mental pivot there to where you feel like, okay, like, especially if, um, you know, say you recognize the signs of depression, mm -hmm. right? Like, and you can feel that coming on and, and then, um, you know, you have something like that, this, this is there so tangible to kind of help. Is, is that kind of help pivot? Absolutely. That or it, it's, it's, it's a, it having those types of days will, boost you for weeks you know what I'm saying like achieving something that you've always wanted to do overcoming difficulties you know like particularly because not just I didn't know how to swim I'm, I was scared of the water you know because I know it's it's a dangerous place <laughs> you know yeah um, but like being able to go I, I could do this you know like enjoying it but I also didn't 
I'll say I didn't take it too long because my next step is, all right, now I can do it. Now I got to learn how to side breathe. You know what I'm saying? And learn how to yeah. swim on it and breathe. Okay, next thing I got to learn how to do it on my back. You know, next thing, like I'm always thinking about the next thing. Which is helpful. It's good it? to have goals. Are you still at it? I, I So the summer, there was limited lessons, but I'm back in the fall. So starting okay. the fall. Yeah. All right. Hey, and I wanted to say like, and I've told you this before, how inspiring that was for me. One, because of my own fear uh, <laughs> that I have. And one day I'm going to be there with my Nike gear on. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Nike. If y'all Nike did send me some free stuff. Shout out to Nike. <laughs> yeah, I was like, shout uh, out to Nike. They did send me. So, um, uh, are we going to pay for this? What is happening right now? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know I'm bald. But I didn't get no it. check in the mail. Or trade. <laughs> I'm just <I> <laughs> <laughs> but you you did get free stuff from Nike, so I was I yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. That's what's but up. it it was inspiring Nike to me love. on 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 that level, and then also on a very personal level of I buried two young ones who drowned wow. because they couldn't swim, mm-hmm. and and so seeing someone you know take the leap to not only learn how to swim but to you know get out of that 60 70 percent of us who don't know how to swim um i think i think that will mean more than you ever know right because we can't achieve things that we cannot see mm-hmm. um and so yeah so black men can swim that that, that was inspiring to me yeah thank you thank you I'm, I'm i'm happy to hear that you know and if you can't I believe in you, you know, I believe yeah. in you. It just takes time because, you know, and particularly if you're used to being the kind of person who gets things quickly, it's super frustrating, right? Because you're like, ah, I, I, everything else, I get it, you know, the first try, but it's doable. Mm. Yeah. I think that's important to acknowledge about, because you even mentioned like, yo, it's hard. And and as something that might sound odd to people who just grown up knowing how to swim. But if you think about it, ain't nobody on this call younger than 30 right now. Like no right. nobody in this conversation is younger than 30. And if you spend 30 years of your life walking around on two feet or part of that crawling around on four limbs, and you're used to like just gravity working in a certain way. And even if you yeah. know how to ride a bike, like it pretty much goes the same way. Put yourself in the water. That's that's way different. That's not we, yeah, we don't belong not, there. Not, not even not even gravity really has a say inside of water, right? Yeah. Like gravity might be able to help shape water in some ways, but yeah. it can't like affect you in the So yeah, waters you got to respect water, man. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to name just in terms of being both gracious and patient with yourself because a lot yeah. of the stuff that we're trying to do, if you only know one way of being. You try to pick up a new habit or a new skill or something like that it's going to take time if you only used to be in one way or doing things a certain way for so long that like so i'm talking about swimming but i'm not talking about swimming right now like we right we, right you gotta be patient with yourself yeah i hear you i have this curiosity of uh you were part of the statistic during the pandemic of those who radically switched uh, jobs careers and part of that it seemed linked to exhaustion and burnout and your mental health Mm -hmm. and so talk to us a bit about that and I know a lot of people both who are not black and who are not in your same circumstance felt a lot of what you have expressed so Absolutely. Absolutely. So over the pandemic, so I, I, I worked as a college professor for four and a half years at two universities in California, Cal State, Cal State LA and then Cal State Long Beach. And I, I switched from LA to Long Beach 
at the start of the pandemic. Like when I got the job, there was no pandemic. But when I started the job, I never went into the building. <laughs> you know, I, I can't stress enough to you. Like at Cal State Long Beach, I never went into my lab. I never went to my office, not one time, right? Um, pandemic. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, I don't right. know what that place looks like. I don't... But I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know her, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, this pandemic, and I think once again, like I said, I finally had more, so I'm not driving all, all the time, right? Like work is a little bit more on the back burner. I finally had time and I had been going, I went from high school, straight to college, straight from college, straight to my PhD, straight from my PhD, straight to my professor. I never just stopped and paused and thought about like my life and what I want to do and how I'm using my time. And I realized just as a professor, um, I was having my time and energy devoted to so many different people that I'm not able to fill my own cup anymore. You know, like, and I have, I have a bunch of stu students that I love that I want to take care of, right? Both as a researcher who I'm trying to train into researchers, as well as in my class, as well as university I got to do. And then I got a wife, I got my own kids, I got my own problems also. Um, and more than anything, and I'll say this to anybody, and this is the God's honor truth, it just didn't pay enough, you know, and that affected my mental, being broke will affect, nothing, nothing in the world will affect your mental health like being broke. Man. That's, that's an isolated word. Yes. <laughs> Get the collection plate, cause yeah. this man preach. <laughs> I see. I seen the clip of Samuel L. Jackson on the Breakfast Club, where they asked him. It was like, oh, like how do you always seem so like chipper and everything? And he was like, I make enough money now, I don't have to worry about those problems. He said, yeah. money, money won't solve everything, but if you make enough of it, it'll take care of a lot of it. It's, and that's <laughs> it's it's un, it's it's an undeniable fact. Right. Like if yeah. you're stressed about how you're going to pay your rent, that's a whole different stress yeah. than what am I going to eat for lunch? You know, am I going to eat this or this one? Right. Those they, they don't compare, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was just like I'm, I'm doing all this work. I'm doing all of this work. Right. For all of these people and trying to set up all these people and and try to support my own career for not enough money for the place where I live. Right. Because also mm -hmm. I live in Southern California. Right where milk is seven dollars. Right now, gas is six fifty nine at my closest gas station. I don't know for eighty seven. Okay, that's not the premium price. That's the wow. <laughs> you said don't get it twisted. This is the is the lowest one. Six fifty nine. You know, like it's. I, I just reached a point where I was like, this is not affordable. So, um, and and I also was exhausted too. Working working through the pandemic, working working for these people, trying to support everybody. I was just really exhausted. So, um, you know, I spoke to my therapist and my psychiatrist and I was able to get uh, medical leave, right? Where I just got to rest, <laughs> you know? Although I was still working in different capacities because nobody, academia is really bad on boundaries, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, academia yeah. was really bad on boundaries. And I'm sure many other academics will attest to this. Like people just feel like, everybody feels like what they're doing with you is the only thing that you're doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I have 120 students. I can't I can't do this for you. Right. Because if I do yeah. it for you, I have to do it for 119. I can't, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I was able to just go and rest um, and realize that, you know, this just not this not in my uh, it's not in my plan anymore. You know, I don't even yeah. know if it's ever something I really wanted to do. I just kind of did it because it was a opportunity that was available. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Was there a certain moment or certain 
turning point or hinge point where you knew I definitely need to tap out? Or was it a collection of moments? It, 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 I, I, I woke up one, it, it wasn't like any triggering event, but I woke mm. up one day and was like, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm taking my, I, I texted my department chair. I was like, yeah, I'm taking medical leave starting Monday. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, all the paperwork stuff, it'll get figured out, but I'm, I'm going to be gone. You know, I just, I just couldn't do it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and, and in that time, um, I also found a new job uh, and I work in the corporate world for a health insurance company where I will tell you, man, the grass, the pay is much better, <laughs> you know, and that was a- Your, your that skin was a is shining, brother, yeah. You know, the pay was better. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you, but um, I've never worked in the corporate world before, right? Particularly in like the position I was in. So it's not, grass is not always greener, <laughs> you know, like it's a, it's a whole different world um, with, with a whole different set of problems, right? Like there are some days where I'm like, you know, being fresher wasn't so bad, you know, for X, Y, Z reasons, <laughs> right? Like I can go on Twitter and say whatever I want as a professor, nothing. I can go on Twitter and say, my university president is a doodle head and nothing can happen to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I can go on a, a, a the most obscure podcast in the world that has zero listeners, right? And if I say the wrong thing and somebody at my job hears that thing, I'll be gone in, in an hour. You know, so it's wow. that that yeah. is different. It's different. It's give and take. Wow. Yeah, hey, Raina, and I'm sorry if I'm making it hot. Are you are you still on Twitter? Yeah, you I am left no us, longer right? on Twitter. Yeah, you left us, right? Okay, okay. I, I am no longer that, on Twitter. That would make sense. Like, I mean, given the job, that would <laughs> yeah. kind of I probably yeah. would, would is, dip out to. Is is that the reason why it was because of the job, or was that like uh, uh this is a toxic a toxic place? Um, and and I'm not doing it no more, or a combination of the two, or or we don't got to talk about that. No, no, no. I, you know, nothing, nothing's off limit. Nothing's off limit. I, I know exactly what made me leave. I know. Okay. I can tell you exactly what it was. Three. Do you remember the therapist who was like, "Black men need to yep. um, get their like emotional yeah. intelligence and da 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 like you know that whole yeah. thing." Yeah. And for me. She she had that video and she had other videos, right? I'm not even focused on that video, the one where she identified herself as a psychologist and was black man, y'all niggas need to, da, 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 you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. She had mm -hmm. another one where like literally she just was like, um, what's your favorite flavor of, of black man? Hard working, but I can't find, I can't seem to find it. It's just trafficking like the absolute most negative stereotypes about black men. Okay. Mm. And this person was a black woman, but for me, I'm like, listen, I don't care. I don't, I, I don't like it. Like, don't, don't talk about me or my group like that. Um, yeah. You know, um, but you know, it, just the discourse around it was awful. Mm. It was, it was, it was, it was awful on Twitter. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, if we can't just call wrong, wrong anymore, I don't need to be here. Mm. Yeah, mm. I hear that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Hey, okay. I, 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 I was. Curious because like at one point like I went to like hit you. I was like, why is it? You're blocked. Right. Gee, they blocked me. No, yeah. um, but but no, that that makes sense. And I ain't gonna hold you. It's been a couple times um where I didn't almost found myself in a similar place where I look at something, I'm like, wait, am I am am, am, am I on crazy pills? Mm -hmm. and, and I mean, like, nah, let's talk about the little Zoolander gif. Like, nah, I don't I don't mean that in like any 
negative sense, but like every now and then, um, and then I have to remind myself personally, I'm not trying to like persuade you every now and then that um, we find ourselves in certain areas and arenas where it's not necessarily representative of like real life. And I have to remind myself because I spend a lot of time on yeah. Twitter um, yeah. and I spend, I use it as a tool of creation and, and I even use that to humble myself because like some people are like, oh, you're, you're Twitter famous now, like you have x number of followers and everything but that's 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 not real life it's it's o's and ones and um it's really easy for people to gas you so i have to like remind myself that all that stuff is fickle like mm-hmm. change like the wind at any given moment because uh it, we used to call them trending topics for a reason you know it's, it's, it's a right. trend right. um so I, I hear that and kudos to you for knowing when uh being in a certain space is no longer beneficial for yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I miss it. No, I made a lot of friends on there. I, I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie to you. There's times where I'm like, man, I should tweet that. I know that'll start an argument. Like, you know, some, 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 some. But you know, uh, I also was spending a lot of time on there. <laughs> you yeah. know, like to the point, mm-hmm. really. First thing I wake up, all right, I'm on Twitter. You know, scrolling yeah. through. So it's also mm-hmm. an attempt to just scale back my social media usage. Yeah, I want to say that I missed like the list that you will put out, like of, of the snag rings, but I also don't want to lie to you, so I'm not. Gonna <laughs> I was like, oh, oh man, you're like, oh man, I, I want to underscore something, and then I do want to uh, talk about Mr. West. Not um, yeah, go ahead, because yeah. that's so, where I was gonna go. So yeah, go just look at us tw- yeah. twinning again. Yeah. Um, okay. um I, I want to underscore that point you made about poverty being uh, this this element that can really crush our mental health. And I like to think of it as poverty can be soul crushing. And even if you're not at the actual poverty line, financial stress can be something that as Black men, we don't take account for in the ways that it impacts our moods our mood, our emotions, the way that we fight over resources with one another. And I want to highlight that for a second and not let that just get lost. Like how does money impact our mental health as black men? And I think if I'm curious if you have any other thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, um, we live in our, we live in environments, you know, like we're not just people just all on, a blank, a blank canvas, you know, we live in certain environments and nothing dictates the environment you're going to be in. Like, even, it's not even, it's not even your money. It's how much money your parents had. Ooh. Okay. Nothing okay. in life dictates how your life is going to turn out. Like how much money your parents had. Wow. Mm. Because what type of environment are you growing up in? What type of schools are you going to? What type of access to medical care are you getting, right? What types of neighborhoods are you living in? What's going on outside, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, are there swimming pools and soccer fields, right? Or are there needles, right? And Mm -hmm. and people fighting, right? All of that stuff. Um, And particularly just that experience, trauma, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just trauma, traumatic life experiences that happen unfortunately when you live in impoverished environments right like you're mm-hmm. at your your parents have a hard time finding child care so they'll leave you with anybody right yeah. what happens being left with any like so many so in, in so many ways right it just it just dictates your environment right and how much money you're going to have later on in your life right 
once again, is directly related to how much money your parents had. Were they able to provide for you to go to college if that's what you want to do, right? Or go to trade school, help you, where are you going to live, right? Are you, are you the parents of the type when you're 18? All right, you got to get out. Sorry, we don't have space for you no more. Mm. All of that, all of that. Yeah, you're right. Mm. That kind of ties back in earlier when we were talking about poverty being a driving factor in depression and other mental health issues is that mm -hmm. when we are cut off from resources and the things that would lead to us having an easier existence, we will try to find the next best thing. And if we can't get money and those resources, then we will try to approximate power wherever we can. Mm -hmm. And if that can't be, um, if that can't be over like the, the the people that we're angry at, we won't find the next best person. And often that leads to us beating up on black women or beating up on the queer community or whatever, because we will find power and harness it where we can. But at the end of the day, it's why it's important that we get in the habit of naming things um, and being open yeah. about where we're struggling at and, and, yeah. and the frustrations that we have. Yep. Um, so I'll really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and, and um thank thank your wife and, and the children for letting us borrow you for a moment and yeah man because you've given us uh, so much to think about but um i appreciate you before we wrap though um is there a word or uh, uh anything that you want to leave with the people well i i, I truly thank y'all for having me on here this conversation has been like life-giving you know so i'm, I'm like I'm like, cool, like I'm about to step out of this, you know, back to the kids and wife. It's going to be crazy, but I'm, I'm in a good mood now. So thank you. <laughs> hey, um, what's up, man? Let me see. What do I have to say? Um, you know, uh, I, I'll stick on the topic of mental health. You know, uh, one reason why people don't talk about it a lot is because they're feeling shame about it. But I want to, you to know there is no shame in having a mental health issue whatever it is mm -hmm. depression anxiety obsessive compulsive disorder whatever whatever it is there's no shame in it um and yeah man like there's no shame in in bad things happening to you right mm -hmm. so like some people feel like oh, i don't want to talk about this bad thing happening i'm ashamed of it there's no shame in other people acting bad like so mm -hmm. that's why i'm always happy to tell my story or tell whatever story and what if it's involving other people and they're behaving badly, I don't feel no shame about it, right? But mm -hmm. even there's also times where I have to look at my own behavior, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. a, a, a hard pill to swallow is that some of your problems are your own fault. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, so just just know that there's nothing to be ashamed of, right? And also, you also got to look inward. So I, I'll leave I'll, I'll leave it there. Hey, I appreciate Thank you. you. Uh, yeah, beloved, that is Vin Dr. Ola G. De Batman Shigman. We got to do this again sometime, man. We absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> whenever, whenever. You want to talk about fatherhood? Let me know. That's that's another area I can get, I can get deep in. So hey, don't you. play with it. We will. I talked about a new segment. We're gonna talk about uh what's on the front burner, some some things um that that uh we are excited about personally as as individuals and bringing that and sharing that with y'all. What's up, y'all? This your boy Sam, and I am back with another installment or another edition, whichever, uh, of On the Front Burner. And today, 
well you know what and right now what i got on the front burner is i'm trying to manage and stay actually i guess trying to stay ahead a little bit of my mental health you know what i'm saying with keeping in tune with with what's going on Uh, i know typically like during the holidays uh you know seasonal depression uh comes and goes um like it does for a lot of people and uh so i'm just trying to stay ahead of that you know what i'm saying uh that you know we i'm i'm for one very excited for the holidays this year this is our first holiday in our very own home and so we're excited to do uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas here with the kids we got onesies and everything planned so we got a whole theme it's gonna be cute um so I'm very excited for that but you know at the same time I'm still um you know being honest you know trying to be honest with myself and how I feel so um I, this is your like sign to do a self-assessment and um make sure that you are doing okay all right so that's what we got on the front burner right we gonna we gonna take care of ourselves we gonna take care of our mental we gonna do a self-assessment and we're gonna be honest with ourselves how we doing um and if we need to talk to somebody we're gonna reach out right all right yeah so that's what i got on the front burner i love y'all stay tuned for the episode three black men let's go Patreon, which Patreon. I want to encourage each and every one of y'all to, to visit at uh, patreon.com slash three black men. Uh, think through it, pray through it, ask God uh, um, if, if he would have you partake in this work that we're doing because on top of some bonus content here, we have uh, some blog pieces going up. There's going to be some devotional content coming out and I want to encourage you guys um, to visit that Patreon, patreon.com slash three black men. Go watch and, um, my kids ruin my videos. Go ahead. Watch, watch them. <laughs> them. Them babies ain't ruin nothing, man. As a matter of fact, there's more people going to sign up to, to see them babies. How about that, bro? <laughs>